am here today not to start a war, but to prevent one. The information I presented here is validated by what we've seen unfolding in plain sight. We've actually helped huge amounts of undocumented families in our district get federal relief um, that many others were trying to lock them out of. Conservative party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show america trapped behind enemy lines day number 187 day 187 and 200 days since joe promised he wouldn't abandon Americans behind enemy lines. Unbelievable what he's done. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, anyway, thank you for being with us. Toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN. Senator Cotton joins us today. Jim Banks of Indiana. They're trying to get his name off the the ballot because of his opinions that differed from Democrats on the integrity of the election in 2020. That's not how a free society works. Nice try. Uh, I think ultimately that's where the Jan 6 committee is headed, which is why Nancy Pelosi is off limits. I mean, I've been able to now get there were five people in the room. One was chief of staff to the president, and that's Mark Meadows. One was chief of staff to the Department of the Secretary of Defense. That was Cash Patel. Another was the president himself, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs and the defense secretary. Now. My understanding is I have three of them on record saying on January 4th that Donald Trump, as required by law, authorized up to 20,000 National Guard troops to be called up. He does not have the authority beyond that. That then goes to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. The head of the committee, Benny Thompson, has said, oh, no, she's off limits. They're not asking for a text. They're not asking for her phone records. They're not asking for emails. Same with the sergeant at arms. Same with Muriel Bowser. That's her jurisdiction. The president authorized it as required by law. Why didn't they? Because if they would have done so, January 6th never happened. But they're just going to ignore that whole big part of the story, which is why I say it's a sham committee that has a predetermined outcome. It's pretty unbelievable to me. And it's if you want to prevent something like that from ever happening again, which any peaceful person would want. And you need to protect our elected officials and our institutions. You would you'd get to the bottom. Well, if the president authorized it, why didn't you call him up? You have the, the chief of police, the Capitol Police chief. He called six separate occasions for the National Guard to be called up even before. While it was happening, no help, nothing whatsoever. It's inexcusable. You know, why are we investigating the summer riots of 2020? Why are we investigating 574 riots, dozens of dead Americans, billions in property damage, rioting and looting, thousands of injured cops, bricks, bats, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, frozen water bottles, you name it. Thousands of cops injured, but no investigation into those riots, those insurrections. How about uh, looking into the role of Kamala Harris 
after burning down a police precinct, you know, putting out information to help a bail fund to get the people involved in the, the rioting out of jail faster or praising the LAPD for defunding the police. I mean, it's insane. The double standard is nauseating. It's sickening. Why did they ever kick Jim Banks and Jim Jordan off the committee? Because they would have asked those questions. They would have asked all of those questions. Nope, this is about getting D- Donald Trump, bludgeoning Donald Trump again. Um, I was on, uh, David Limbaugh is going to join us on the program today, and it's the one-year anniversary. It's, it's so hard to even, to this day, co- fully comprehend, at least for me. I don't really do well with death. I hate it. Um, I, I know it's inevitable for all of us, but I, I do believe that there is another place that is called heaven and that God has promised that uh, he goes where he is there. So we shall be. It's actually in the quote, when I say, let not your heart be troubled, then he goes to prepare a place for us in my father's house. There are many mansions. Uh, one of the best things I, I got was a cartoon. Linda, what's the name of the cartoonist? Because I keep forgetting his name. And he's such I a good I have to guy. look it up. I've sent it to you three times. Hold on. Yeah, no, but you're, if you don't remember, then that means I'm off the hook because you remember it's everything. A, it's a different but, kind of name. It's not a normal name. Hold on one second. He sent me a political cartoon and he autographed it for me, put a nice message on it for me, and it's in my office. And it's, it's Rush at the Pearly Gates and in his hands. Gary Varvel. Gary Varvel, thank you. You're great welcome. guy. I haven't met him, but he's a great guy. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful, you know, it just captured the moment. And Rush has in his hands talent and, and a caption that says, I'm here to return the talent. Because he used to say, with talent on loan from God, with his booming voice. And, I mean, that describes him. You know, I want, I'll get into this later with David, and we'll talk more about his life and legacy. Obviously, any of us that work in talk radio owe a huge debt of gratitude. He forged a path for all of us to follow. I'm not, I'm not even sure if Fox News would exist, except that Rush showed the entire country that there was a huge un, appetite out there for real conservative thought, opinion, news, and that this was always a center-right country. And then you have this massive success, 20 million or 21 million listeners, some obscene amount of listeners, and then people began to galvanize. Newt Gingrich has said to me many times that without Rush on the radio, he doesn't know if they could have won in 1994. And, and I remember being the MC of that event that night at the Cobb Galleria when Newt became speaker and Republicans in the House had been out of power. Can you imagine this? For four decades, 40 years in the wilderness. Uh, I said at the time, he cannot be replaced. We talk about Tom Brady, greatest of all time. I mean, you're looking at the greatest of all time. And all of us have benefited from the path that he forged. And when you go first, it's never easy. And, and this is, it has to be said. Because when Rush went on the air, it was like a, a shock to the system of the establishment, liberal, leftist, corrupt, abusively biased media in this country. And he's taken all the slings and all the arrows and all the attacks. And by him doing all of that, it, it made it easier for all of us that followed him. But we're remembering Rush, his family, his brother David, 
Um, his entire family, his wife Catherine today, everybody involved. Uh, Fox and Friends, uh, Ainsley Earhart had a great interview with Catherine Limbaugh uh, on Fox and Friends. I'm sure it's probably on foxnews.com. You can get the, I think it's two hours long if you want to watch it on Fox Nation. Uh, I, I know people that put it together. They told me it's phenomenal. I'm going to take the time and watch it myself. And it's just, um, it's it's hard. I said at the time that, that we're all going to have to up our game because nobody can replace Babe Ruth. Neil Borch used to call him Babe Ruth. He's the Babe Ruth of talk radio. How do you replace a Babe Ruth? You don't replace a Babe Ruth. But I know Rush loved this country, loved what it stood for, loved its principles, loved freedom, loved liberty, loved capitalism. He believed in the individual, encouraged all of us to be our best. He educated generations of Americans into what conservative thought philosophy was all about. I mean, think about it. I, I, I can say it in a minute. I know I repeat it, but it's important because it's not complicated, but I try to reduce it to its simplest form. Liberty, conservatives believe in liberty and freedom and free markets and capitalism and our Constitution. That's not, that is not complicated. We believe that we should have constitutionalists on the court. That's not complicated. We believe in, in secure borders. We believe in energy independence, lower taxes, less bureaucracy, law and order so people can be have peace and security in their homes and, and they can pursue happiness. Uh, we, we believe in, in school choice so parents can pick the best schools for their kids that reflect their values and offer their children the best opportunity to get an education because that's the ladder to success in, in life for everybody. You know, we believe in free and fair trade, peace through strength, all these principles. It's not complicated. Democrats make it complicated. Look at the agenda that they're fighting. And I know this, too. I know as, as well, if, if Rush could communicate to all of you today what his wish would be, it would be that all of us understand the importance of this moment for this country. I mean, I got a stack of stuff in front of me today. Rush used to always talk about a stack of stuff. He's right. I mean, I have the biggest desk with more papers on it than you can ever imagine. And we're looking at a Rasmussen poll with a president with a me that his mental decline has become apparent. 47% strongly agree. Only 22% strongly disagree. 66% of voters think Biden needs to take a cognitive test like the one Trump took. Only 26% disagree. Then I'm looking at Yahoo Finance and with the Biden administration issuing daily warnings that war could break out. All right. So it's one hundred dollars a barrel for oil now. And they're predicting in this article that we could see five, six, seven dollars uh, a gallon for gasoline. Well, that will impact not only filling up your gas tank, that's going to impact everything you buy at every store you go to because it's going to cost more to send ship and truck every single thing to every store that we we patronize it's a disaster so what would rush think i think i think he'd want us all to go out have a plan the plan is simple these conservative principles work you got to get election integrity measures that's got to be done on the state level that's voter id signature verification chain of custody controls updated voter rolls only legal american citizens should be able to vote and partisan observers get to watch the vote count start to finish. By chain of custody, I mean 
when mail-in ballots come in, they're on camera the entire time. And they're put in a room with a camera so nobody can tamper with them. Well, Hannity, are you saying that 2020? I'm saying that laws were not obeyed in 2020. Partisan observer laws were not followed in 2020. You can't see a ballot if you're a partisan observer from 2,000 feet away or 100 feet away or 20 feet away or 10 feet away or 6 feet away. You can't see it. And they didn't make any accommodations for this. And then, of course, then you find those candidates that are closest to your conservative values. I'm a registered conservative. There's a conservative party in New York you can register on. And, um, you know, Republicans, we got to hold their feet to the fire. Donald Trump gave them a backbone and a spine. You know, we're coming up again, another continuing resolution as, as Mitch McConnell and Roy Blunt and Lisa Murkowski and Mitt Romney and Sass the Jackass. Are they all going to bail them out again and, and give Chuck another lifeline? Probably. So they have more time to work on the next big build back broke socialist utopia that they dream of. I mean, we now have a 40 year high of inflation. I'm looking at these numbers today. You're not going to like these numbers. Gas hitting could hit seven bucks a gallon. I mean, are you kidding me? We have uh, we actually have some news on this jobs report that was suspicious last month that I'm going to get to. You know, most Americans now say the Biden economy is getting worse. Biden has snubbed offers by U.S. energy producers to ease the skyrocketing pump prices. But he's begging Saudi Arabia, OPEC and even Russia to produce more. And he's stifling high paying career jobs here. And and the the all the benefits of energy independence from national security to lower pump prices, to lower diesel prices, to lower prices on every product we buy. Why would you why would you ask Saudi Arabia and OPEC and Russia? That's insanity to me, especially because Trump handed him energy independence. Trump handed him. We were net exporter of energy. No, he just gives Putin a waiver. We're Nord Stream 2. That was a brilliant play. Another brilliant move by Biden. But I guess the Biden family syndicate, their great relationship in the past with Russian oligarchs, uh, probably factored into that decision. You know, I love hearing from uh, listeners about their experience with the companies that make this show possible. One of them, of course, a veteran-run company called Pure Talk. Kathy sends her love from Baton Rouge, and she writes, I love Pure Talk. Monthly price is great, and so is the brand-new phone. I was able to keep my phone number. Reception is better. I love it that it's owned by veterans. It's a veteran-run company. Thank you for being there for me. I heard about Pure Talk on Sean Hannity's radio show. I took his advice. I switched to Pure Talk. I save money every month. I never receive any junk emails or junk texts from Pure Talk like I did for my old carrier, and I'm happy. Look, I'm a Pure Talk customer. Average family saving almost a thousand bucks a year for the exact same service. Now, why would you pay more for the exact same service? That doesn't make any sense. That's why there's been a stampede away from Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. Join Pure Talk, dial pound 250 on your cell, say the keyword, save now, and you'll also get an additional 25% off your first three months. Pound 250, keyword, save now from our friends at Pure Talk. The radio show the mainstream media loves to hate. This is the Sean Hannity Show. 
right, rolling along, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Um, I guess we were just ahead of the curve, Linda, on Joe Biden's mental decline. Uh, the Rasmussen report only makes it more... It's finally broken through. I'm not sure why we were pointing this out during the election. Maybe you have a good idea on, on why this happened. It was okay. so obvious. Oh, there's trust to be of all men and women are great equal and doubt by the, the, the thing. Oh, you know, you know, the, 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 the thing, that thing. God, the creator of everything, Joe. And it wasn't just one moment. You know, there were many moments during the debate. You know, but turn the radio on and, and, and just put on your phonograph. Your what turn, do you call it? Turn the player. record player up. Turn <laughs> you up. Put on your record player. And I'm pointing these things out. And I'm saying this guy is a mess. And I'm showing videos on TV that of of him debating Paul Ryan, and he was perfectly up to speed to debate Paul Ryan. Right? That, that wasn't a problem. He didn't do well against I would Sarah say Palin, was... in my opinion. I thought Sarah Palin won that debate. I don't um, know if I'd say he's up to speed. I think that's okay, excessive. Okay, up to speed. Whatever you want I mean, to say. He might have known where it was parked. I don't know if he was speeding. Okay, but the point is, you can see a dramatic, significant cognitive decline. Now, I don't know where this is going to end. But, I mean, they're hiding him just like they hid him during the campaign. There are people that are fully aware of what the real state of Joe Biden's, what, what his real cognitive state is. There are people that know how bad it is. My guess is it's a lot worse than what we think. And they, they, they spend all the time preparing him for the one big moment. He averages less than one public event a day. You know, they put a lid on at, you know, 130, 230, It's like he's not working. And then you have to ask the question, um, do his doctors know? Does his family know? Do all of his advisors know? Are they hiding him from we the people? Hmm, I would think they all know.